had a discussion about water, about living water, which we know because it says a little later, this is the Holy Spirit we're talking about. This is that connection to God that we're talking about that he can give her. It's really impossible to see this story and particularly to see the last one with it without talking about vulnerability. And the way that we connect is vulnerability, which is real hard. And I'm going to trace this story a little bit here. So Jesus, you know, he's sitting there. He's actually pretty vulnerable. He's on his own. Um, You've probably read enough of the Bible to know there's a lot of, like, violence going on in the region. Things are happening. Maybe not the safest place for someone. But he's on his own and he's thirsty and he's obviously hungry because they've gone to get food. And he was left there, whether by his own admission or whatever. But he's vulnerable, right? This woman comes up, this woman he's not supposed to be talking to, and in his vulnerability he asks her for a drink. He extends the vulnerability first and asks her for a drink, right? For those who don't know, like the wells back then, they didn't have the like buckets, so it was just a well and was of no use to him. Um, so he actually genuinely needed help in order to get water. And that's what I think is so interesting between the second story to the first one. In the first one, it's humans reaching out in vulnerability to God in desperation, and he answers, which is great. But in the second one, he, he goes with the vulnerability first, which is kind of insane. God is being vulnerable first. And he creates connection through that vulnerability. And she respond, She doesn't respond. As I said, she's a, she's a pregnant lady. She knows what she's got to do. She's not here ready to have a D&M with Jesus. You know what I mean? She's like, I just need to get my, my water out of my bucket. That's what I want to do. And so what I perceived as rudeness when I was a child in him talking about her husband's was Jesus saying to her, I know your vulnerability. I know your secret. I'm going to do not only my side of this vulnerability conversation, I'm going to do yours for you too because I know you. And she has this connection, this moment of absolute pure connection through vulnerability with Jesus. He says he's thirsty. He needs water. That's his vulnerability. Hers is she has a history she maybe doesn't want to talk about. And he said, that's okay. I see your vulnerability. I see your vulnerability in you. And I'm extending and we're connecting is what happens here. All she has to do is receive it. And if you've been in a church for more than five seconds, the idea of receiving a gift from God's pretty familiar territory, right? It's not something I, I feel like I have to go to. Um, Brene Brown, who's a, quite a famous author, and she does like TED Talks if anyone's ever seen her, and if, if you haven't, I, it's worth a, worth a watch. She, um, she talks a lot about vulnerability and the relationship between vulnerability and connection and the fact that we can't truly connect without vulnerability as humans, that we're actually built to do it. But it's scary. (laughs) It's so scary because vulnerability is so associated with shame. So to be vulnerable with another person is to confess your shame to that person, right? To confess this thing about you that's the squishiest, most fragile little part of your being. (laughs) And it's hard. And I'm not even saying you have to do it with each other. I'm saying that God, though, that's a good place to start because God already knows. He's got the cliff notes. He knows your vulnerabilities. And he still loves you. So it's a really wonderful place to start and it's a wonderful way for connection to actually happen. When I was doing a lot of the, the research and stuff for this, this message, because I really wanted to get it right, I, um, you know, the last time I did a message here, it was on an area that I've actually spent a lot of time with. Like I'm sort of doing my PhD on it, so I knew about the last one. This one was new to me, right? So, you know, putting my little, like, studious hat on, I really, (laughs) really tried to get into it. 
And um, I got to I got to really last night. And uh, sorry, Lachlan, we're sharing we're sharing time. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> I was like, I really don't know enough about this. I don't feel like I got this. And um, I was fiercely googling talks, seeing if anyone else had done a talk on this so that I could just be subbed out at the last second because I was terrified of giving this talk. Who wants to talk about vulnerability? It's really awkward, you know? And then I sat there, you know, because you have to have your meltdown, you know, that happened. And then after that, uh, I said to Lachlan, well, that was a bit of a, like, practice-based research moment with vulnerability, wasn't it? <laughs> I said, you know, you couldn't really have set it up more perfectly. I spent the last three weeks watching videos on vulnerability and had my own little wonderful vulnerability meltdown the night before. And, and it was in that moment that I felt the most connected both to Lachlan but to God as well. Because I was mad. I was like, how dare you make me talk about something that makes me feel so uncomfortable? And then at the end of the little meltdown, I felt so connected. I was like, I see. I see what you were doing. I had to walk vulnerability before I could talk about it. And so I'm being vulnerable by sharing that. <laughs> The vulnerability thing, it's actually something we get a little confused about as well because um, vulnerability has a very specific definition. In the English language, we like to pretend synonyms are a thing. They're not. <laughs> they all actually have really particular different meanings. Vulnerability isn't the same as sharing. And I had this amazing definition come out of my research, which is sharing is talking about something you've processed and you know what happened. I had a problem with XYZ sin in the past. That happened and I got over it. That's sharing and it's valuable and it's really important. And it's often what we do with each other because we don't wanna like trauma bomb each other, right? Vulnerability is something all over again. Vulnerability is something you haven't processed. It's something you're still in the middle of. It's I'm traumatized and I, I'm, not, I'm not there yet. I still don't understand. And I think sometimes when we're thinking about God, and we're thinking about sharing and being vulnerable with God, we're thinking about the sharing. We're thinking about, okay, boss, I did have this problem. I've dealt with it. Here you go. Here's my report. Give me an A+. Plus. Thank you very much. And what we don't do as much is be really, truly vulnerable. This is something I'm struggling with now. This is something I don't have the answer for. This is the time I'm angry at you for no good reason. And he can take it. There are psalms full of him taking it. He's got it. He's got your vulnerability. He understands. And I think that's what's so powerful about Jesus and the woman at the well is she's saying, this is something I'm still struggling with. She's still not married to the guy she's living with. She's still struggling with this and her relationship with men and maybe her relationship with validation and we can go into a whole psychoanalysis of what's going on there. But she's still dealing with it. And Jesus is like, I know. And I want your mess. And I want your vulnerability. And I want... You know, the people speaking messages, having breakdowns the night before, that's fine. I got that. I'm not mad. I've got your vulnerability. And with that, in these moments where we can truly share our vulnerability with God and be like, I mean, let's face it, there's not a more vulnerable moment than dear creator of the universe. I'm real mad right now at you. It's a pretty vulnerable moment. <laughs> I'm really upset with what you've, you've done or what I've done, what's happened here. Or, hey, Jesus, you gave me water and I chucked it down the sink and I need more water, please. All of these moments of intense vulnerability, whether you're zero or whether you're 100, they keep happening your whole life, these moments of intense vulnerability. And they're uncomfortable. 
and they don't feel good, but it's where the real magic happens in terms of seeking God and connection is in those moments of bearing your vulnerability, bearing your soul, this is what I'm dealing with. God, catch me. You know, you ever see little kids when they like run off a thing, they're like, dad, catch me. Yeah, that kind of moment. That's kind of what it is, right? It's a leap of faith. We talk about leaps of faith all the time. And this is the one that I think comes out of the two stories that we're really talking about here. So to kind of wrap up <laughs> through my little talk about vulnerability, I think if someone had like a little counter of how many times I said that word, it'd hit the hundreds by this point. I'm going to just do a little, a little prayer for vulnerability. I said, I'm not, I'm not suggesting that you start telling, you know, Bob on the street your deepest, darkest secrets, but I am saying God can handle it and he's got you. And this vulnerability that you're feeling is such an important part of life. It's not a sign that you're doing anything wrong. It's not a sign that anything has gone wrong. It's a part of life and it's part of the key ways that we connect with God is through our vulnerability. Jesus, I... I pray if this is something you've, you've had on the heart of someone here today or someone online or wherever, someone walking past, I don't know. I hope that you can give them the strength to be brave and to be vulnerable with you, to really listen and connect over the things that we don't want to share with anybody, that we can share with you because you've proven yourself time and time again ready to catch all of that. Our deepest, darkest things we say, we think, we do, the things that we haven't processed, the things that don't make sense to us. I pray that you help us to have that courage to take that running leap like a three-year-old with our vulnerabilities and that we can just trust that you can catch us. In Jesus' name.